Welcome back to episode 135 of the Woman of Marvel podcast, where we assemble to chat all things Marvel and more. Today's episode is brought to you by Loot Crate. This is Judy Stevens, producer. For today's podcast, we're bringing you another dive into our Voices of Marvel series, this time featuring Gabby Rivera, the writer of America, featuring Miss America Chavez. Welcome back to the Women of Marvel podcast, where we assemble to chat all things Marvel and more. This is Judy Stevens, producer. And this is Sanamana, Director of Content Development. Um, welcome back to the Voices of Marvel segment. I'm, I love this segment personally because, um, as you guys know out there, Voices of Marvel is meant to celebrate the incredible creators that we've had at Marvel that really have uh, given uh, Marvel a, a, a distinct uh, vibe in the stories that we tell um, and really, have, I think, have expanded our audiences because of these, these great um, creators. Uh, and so I'm very excited to have uh, Gabby Rivera um, on the podcast with us today. Uh, Gabby Rivera is uh, a critically acclaimed uh, novelist, and we somehow nabbed her to uh, write uh, America for us, America Chavez series, which we, we announced a couple months ago. Um, and, and with her, we also have uh, Will Moss, incredible editor... He's editing probably some of the best books we have at Marvel today. Um, so this is a pretty uh, dynamic, creative team. So, guys, thank you for being on the Women of Marvel podcast. And thank you, <laughs> Token Mail Will. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Thank you for having us. How do you feel? How do you, how do you guys feel today? How's uh, how are things going? How's the creative process for America going? We're in the thick of it. Yeah. We're, we're sending one to the printer next week. Ooh-hoo. Wow. Debbie's <laughs> working on the two script. We yes. just were trading notes last night. We're in the thick of it. We definitely and, uh, are. That uh, the two cover the, the formation homage is just oh, blowing so up online. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, well, why don't you give some more context to people as to what that the cover is? Well, Gabby, you want to yeah. sure. you something you and Joe Spitball came up yeah, with? Yeah, it definitely is. I mean, first of all, Joe reached out and was like, J- "What are Joe, some Joe Quinones?" By the way, we should have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our Who's artist. the artist yeah. for America? Yeah. Yeah, Joe reached out early on and asked for ideas of things that inspire me. And so I kicked Joe pictures of Beyonce, Formation, there's some other, uh, you know, Celia Cruz, West Side Story, mm-hmm. like things that have inspired me as a person. And um, it wasn't just like Lemonade, right? It's like that particular uh, still or scene of Beyonce standing there yeah. um, with the gentleman behind her, you know, just holding that fierceness. And yeah, that, from the end of yeah. the video, right? When she's got mm-hmm. that hat that's just down over her eyes a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And this cover, so oh, Joe Quinones did a, an homage to that and had, so there's America in the center and she's looking glorious with her literally American flag dress and amazing jewelry. And then behind her are, uh, are Misty Knight and, no, who's uh, behind her? Monica Rambeau Monica Rambeau and um, Captain Marvel um, who by the way uh, Monica Rambeau was also a Captain Marvel uh, (laughs) nerd fact at one point in time Um, oh I love hearing that you gotta like clue me in yes well that's okay that's why it was a, a pretty appropriate appropriate image there um, but it's really beautiful and it got picked up 
globally. Like, all the news sites went crazy. Yeah. You do anything Beyonce, people, like, just freak out. I know. We're scrapping all future plans for our covers and exclusively going with Beyonce. <laughs> yes. The rest. yes. Great marketing move. Yeah. 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 Do you think she's seen it yet? Or no? Do we know if she's... I mean, it'll fingers get there. crossed, yeah. right? Like, yeah. that would be amazing. The beehive yeah. is out there, I think. Yes. Yeah. Buzzing. Oh, my God. All the, like... Yeah. Uh, beehive like Twitter handles and like websites and stuff and Instagram uh, channels or whatever like have re- republished the picture and there seems to be a lot of really genuine excitement around it. Well, let's talk about the the story itself. Like I know Will was sort of like, hey, we want to do because we'd been talking for a while about getting an America mm-hmm. series off the ground and figuring out the right voice and the right angle and then um, luckily you came along and well, why don't we talk about sort of you know, how he convinced you to do it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> real hard, Lots right? Lots of chocolates. Lots of chocolates. Yeah. Oh, that's easy. Convince <laughs> me to do anything. And flowers. Yeah. Will was sending me flowers like every week, you know? Um, <laughs> but, but what the, and, and really what the, the vision for, for America is. <laughs> the story, not the country, because that's a separate concept. I think, I think you can start off and uh, then I can jump in on sure. that. Sure. Uh, you know, we, just, yeah, right, we're really looking for the right voice for this because America is such a uh, distinct character and she's so unique and has such a strong personality. Uh, unlike, unlike, I'll say it, unlike the whole rest of the characters that we've got at Marvel. So uh, we wanted to make sure that we hit this right. And um, we've been having some, uh, luckily, when we talk with. Uh, the, the world of uh, um, you know YA novelists and stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's so I started looking in that direction. Um, uh, heard uh, some uh, uh, great things about uh, Gabby's book. Juliet takes a breath. Uh, I, I downloaded a sample chapter of it, and then read that. And immediately bought the whole thing, <laughs> and and read that. And like the voice it, it, that Juliet is not America Chavez, but it was. It still had that like it. They were the kindred spirits. I, I'd mm-hmm. say. And so, yeah, we reached out to Gabby, and um, yeah, it just rolled from there. And you were <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. And Roxanne Gay called called your book um, "Bleeping Awesome" or something yeah, like that, right? Roxanne, <laughs> that was like the first, like, so Auto Straddle is the queer women's website, and they've off- they gave Juliet takes a breath like support from the beginning, right, and helped boost me and like give a platform for the book. But then, like, the next like major boost was when Roxanne read it and tweeted about it, and like. <laughs> that was just incredible. Yeah. She's one of my mentors and like just a powerhouse. And for her to take the time to read the book and talk about it, it was like incredible. And we have Roxanne and you writing for us, which is pretty amazing. Yeah, Roxanne's writing the yeah. Black Panther World of Wakanda yep. mm-hmm. one through five art, which has been great so far. Yeah. Yes, comics connecting people. <laughs> and so <laughs> when I got that email, I've said it a million times, it was. I'm at work and then there's this email from Marvel and I'm just like what did I sign up for like a listserv or something like why (laughs) 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 and it was like hi I'm Will and I just could not believe it like I took the elevator 30 flights down and just called my mom and was like mama it's Marvel (laughs) oh my god um, you said your parents are Marvel fans right from back in the day cool definitely Um, and Continuing like all the X Men yeah. movies, all the old comics, yeah. like so. My mother was very, very excited. So you this. had a background in like nerd culture, basically. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Definitely nerd <laughs> culture. <laughs> so what about America? Like, what what do you guys want for this story? And I mean, who who is who is America to you? 
Man, look at you with the deep the questions. Deep questions, let's right? Go like, in. bam! Let's get there. Let's get there. Because I want to know. Oh my goodness! I mean, America. Oh man, that's, that's the first sentence in the first issue. Yeah. Who is America? Who is America? Who is America? That's yeah. an important, an important question. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, in general, I think America is at once like the every weirdo, right? The every person yeah. where she at this point is like trying to figure out who she is and what what are the like depths of her powers and she's like missing her moms and so she's just kind of like everyone who's on the search for like uh, themselves right mm-hmm. and who's kind of coming out of like being a teenager and moving into like adulthood you know and mm-hmm. so there's that like all American aspect to it you know mm-hmm. what I mean that like pursuit of self and like you know and define your greatness, right? So there's that part of it. And then I think there's also the part, uh, like the fantastical element where you want to have power and like be magical mm-hmm. and punch into other realities. And so I think she works so good as like that every person and as a major super fun superhero. Mm-hmm. And in the book, right, like she was, uh, uh, right, her, her two moms, like they uh, died saving like the whole multiverse right. and, and and she was a young girl there and she left home after that and was on her own for a real long time she's a loner right yeah. and then when she joined Young Avengers I think that's when she started to kind of like open up but even then she's still a little reserved and I think the the book that we're doing here is about kind of like her also kind of Opening up. Really opening up, right, and starting mm-hmm. her own. Yeah, and I mean, to think of that too, right, she left Utopia. Everything would have yeah. been so fine. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't have had to, like, you know, punch anything. And instead, she goes out in search of what's more and what she can do for other people. And yeah. I think that is also a strong thing to focus on now. Like, it's, oh my God, I almost quoted JFK. No, oh, stop. no, 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 no. I mean, like, so it's kind of like that, like, you know, you talk about self-care, but there's also community care, right? So Mm -hmm. America has to do that thing where she is diving into herself and going back to school and trying to understand her new powers or further develop the powers that she has, not new powers. Um, But also, like, you're going to see her helping others and going into other communities and doing that, like, superhero thing, you know? And she's also Latina, right? So what... How much of that is something that you are going to, you know, address subtly so or not? But that's a that's incredibly important, and and as you know, that's very incredibly important for us to have sort of these uh, diverse voices out there. But specifically through the, the through the lens of our characters, and making sure that we are putting them out there, but also making sure that they're sort of unique in their own right and aren't necessarily the token. You know, right. Latina character, something like that. So, you know, how how do you how do you interplay that within your story? Well, you know, I think also um, America won't be the only Latina Latinx character in right. the series, right? So, I feel like a lot of times when there are characters of color or in movies, books, then they're kind of like the lone one, and mm-hmm. all the other characters are white or straight or something. You know what I mean? You have like that token element, right. but that's not necessarily true. Like. I watch shows sometimes and I'm like, but where are her people? Where are her cousins, her family, her friends, you know? Mm-hmm. And so there's going to be a lot of other folks in the series that add to that, right? And as far as being, you know, being Latina, like, I want to be, I, I, want, I think we all want to be able to explore that beyond, you know, the certain stereotypes. Like, yeah, she's a tough one. Kind of that Michelle Rodriguez, mm-hmm. like, you know, Tomb Raider kind of thing, you know? Like, um, but... 
what does the softer side of that look like? What is what does it look like when you allow like a Latina Latinx character to be like fully human mm-hmm. and have tender moments and have moments of doubt and you know moments where they're just kind of dancing around in their underwear like Tom Cruise? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was that risky business? It was like, risky yeah. business. Yeah. You know, like those. That's moments, our next cover homage. That, there we go. Listen, I have yeah. ideas about that. Like that's the that's the part of me that's exciting is to like take these iconic like American scenes you know like Mm -hmm. something like a risky business and even now something like formation right Um, and put America in there yeah so that like she connects to the culture on that level Mm -hmm. you know there's familiarity to her and greatness you know yeah America's everyone and everything yeah right that's awesome so um, well let's talk a bit about the actual writing process for you this is the first time you're writing a comic book we have a lot of writers who have diff- very distinct and different experiences as to the the actual translation process from writing prose to writing um, comics. So, what it, what has that been like with you? I mean, how has 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 Will helped you? Have you guys been fighting? Like, do you hate him now? <laughs> it's been, it's been, a, it's been a, a kind of normal, I think, development yeah. process. It's been like Gabby turned in her first draft, and it was like it was like. I, I felt good about working with Gabby from the get-go, from from when I first started reading the, uh, the book. Even like I was like, "Oh, this is gonna work." But but when that script came in, it, that first draft it was just like, "Oh, great!" It was just it was just a like that assured me that we were like everything's gonna work out great because it's a really good script. Like she's all full of personality, like full of Thank great you. Uh, reference for the artist. <laughs> like it's uh, Thank you. You're, you're I a comic writer out of the gate. <laughs> well, I think it's because I have like a wild imagination, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know. If you go to my job, people are always like, Gabby is the one always giggling or always like just making up crazy pranks and games. I don't know. I, <laughs> I just feel like this is finally a really good place to put all that energy, you know, like the I can't sit still energy because I'm imagining you on a cloud. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> now I am too. I want to be on a cloud. That'd be great. You're spoiling it for our listeners that we're not on a cloud. I mean, we're always um, on, clouds. Totally on clouds. Yeah. Yes. You know, and and like, there was a like a moment writing that first script where I was just like, oh my goodness, this could be anything I want it mm-hmm. to be. Like. You know, at first I was like, geez, how are we going to make a college classroom fun? You know, like, you know, okay, it's an educational situation, but like, what? And then I was like, yo, you're writing a comic book. Yeah. That classroom could be anything. Yeah. And that's when, like, it clicked, you know, that this is going to be a wild ride and it's going to be super fun. Um, and, you know, one, just to, like, switch from creative real quick, I feel like I have to say this if we're talking about writing and writers, um, that, like, this is one of the first times in my life where there's a security in the creative, right? Mm-hmm. So I have a job and I have that privilege of being employed and that privilege of having a steady income mm-hmm. and health insurance. So like I can take on and bring in these creative uh opportunities into my life into my schedule because there's balance it's not like where's my next paycheck gonna come from Mm -hmm. um you know and also like there are writers I know that are struggling with that balance of kids and all these things and so it's like I'm able to do this because I like have that compensation you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying and that support and that community um 
and it's it's not always like that easy Mm -hmm. you know um and I think sometimes people are like, oh, you know, just write on your off time and do this. And it's right. like, if you're not dedicated, and it's like, you could be dedicated, but yeah. you still need support. So yeah. that's what I have um, at my job. And that's what I feel with everyone at Marvel. Mm-hmm. You know, like, if I'm having a writer's issue and I'm tired, I'm going to reach out to Will and be like, hey, these are happening. And Will's going to be like, okay, this is how we're going to adjust. Yeah. You know, so. And that's really great that, that you say that because us lowly editors, when we feel like we are, <laughs> we are we're useless or we're not helping, um, it's, hel- it's, it's really good to know that you, you, you seek out that support and that you can find some sort of solace there because the biggest thing is making sure that collaborative relationship is working, but that you're also like, still motivated because life is hard and there's so yeah. many other things that are pulling you away from it but you want to make sure the creative doesn't really suffer yeah selfishly it's all so that the comics are the best they can be you know, like, <laughs> I mean you talk about um, how you liked Juliet and my first script I'm like when I got your first set of notes I was just like yes okay because everything that you were like hey um, I'm not sure about this scene what you offered an inspiration for what could be was like amazing you know it was like oh that is gonna be fun you know and that is rare we don't know we didn't know each other before this and there's that like kind of like brainwave chemistry you know yeah Yeah. yeah. that's a fun part about the editorial relation comics sort of uh, comics creative process specifically is because Mm -hmm. there's really only three people three to four maybe people who are influencing the tone of a story the tone which by the way you set and the artist would and Joe Quinones would sort of flourish and add some flourishes upon and kind of build upon and we're kind of there to help steer the boat and look at the macro picture but that's a very small number of people Considering, like yeah. you look at television shows or movies, mm-hmm. and there's like hundreds of people giving notes, and mm-hmm. um, it's very special this process. Yeah, in that regard, um, it's funny that people like certain people, even me. It's funny that like I, before I started working here, thought it was like those old like Disney like behind the scenes features where it's like hundreds of artists working together sure. in a room, like in this magical space. And it's like, well, yeah, this place is magical, but it's also like very modern. You know, yeah. like we're emailing back and forth we're sending PDFs like you know what I mean so it's like faster but I don't feel separated from the collaborative element yeah it's magical in our minds (laughs) as you say we are all working on clouds (laughs) just in our brains literally a cloud in on a drive somewhere at a server system yeah Uh, that makes me feel sad yeah it's not the cloud I know it's really beautiful and it's been so fun seeing Joe Quinones like bring all this stuff to life I mean he's we're lucky to have him on this book because he's an amazing artist yeah Uh, and it's been fun seeing you guys kind of trade stuff back and forth yeah Gabby you've gotten real lucky with a great artist it's it's, it's out of the gate (laughs) it it really helps add a, a different flavor and element and realize a lot of times also with writers they visualize something and an artist can kind of take it to the next level or or they're just not they don't see eye to eye yeah, yeah. and that can be problematic too so you've you've got the right person to be able to to add on and and help work with you and yeah. it's good that you guys are talking too yeah 100% we're going to take a short pause with Gabby to talk to you a little about loot crate if you haven't heard loot crate has created the marvel gear and goods crate which is the ultimate subscription box for Marvel fans. Every box brings you items you can't get anywhere else. Plus, you can live the Marvel lifestyle for just $39.99 a month 
which is over an $80 value. Their next theme is Weapon X, featuring Wolverine and the all-new Wolverine, and will deliver to you an epic go-bag debut on Thwip, The Big Marvel Show, and other amazing gears that will set you up in a typical heroic fashion for any adventure that comes your way. But remember, you have only until 9 p.m. Pacific on March 15th to subscribe. So head over to LootCrate.com slash MarvelGear and use promo code MarvelWoman to save $3 on your subscription today. So while you're listening to this podcast, head over to LootCrate.com slash MarvelGear. Now back to Gabby. What was it like to like see the art, see your, your script come to art for the first time like was that like a new experience for you to see like to see those first pages from joe i think you're about to experience that yeah. in the next, oh, yeah. in the next, yeah. next couple of days oh right? yeah, yeah we're, okay we're running a little down to the wire on this first issue uh, there, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> it's going next week <laughs> maybe oh god i hope our i hope, so, I hope david bogart and david gabriel yeah. are not listening to this podcast no wait what i can say though is like seeing those covers for the first time like picture me uh screaming around my apartment and being like oh my god yeah you know and that that thing that you feel that like electricity when something amazing just comes your way yeah that's what it was like especially seeing the beyonce cover for the first time like Changing was, the game. It was cool seeing that. Like Joe's turned some character sketches, like for the, the entity. There's this oh, character. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, character sketches are fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like the the script, it was kind of like a, a who knows what that'll be. It's this crazy powerful being, and then Joe came up with this cool design. I was yeah, like, oh, totally. All right, all right. Well, we've got some really fun um, costume designs and whatnot that Joe sent yeah, in. When yeah. you guys are, I don't know if they've if they've been shared with the world yet, but we should definitely get it out on our Instagram, our Women of Marvel Instagram, um, as when we launch this, because I think that'll be super fun. Yeah. To show out to the world, Joe can't help himself from doing. You turn on a new batch going, yesterday. Right? It's like, oh, we're gonna have to have like a whole like montage for, for a couple of pages where she's her trying on new outfits. Yeah. Yeah. To, like, get I them mean, all we were talking book. about that. We got that hard femme aesthetic going on yeah, in great. her wardrobe, and um, you know, and that's fun, right? Because I feel like that is very much like two terms that are found together a lot in like queer terminologies and queer spaces you know Um, and so to be able to like share that aesthetic with a more mainstream audience Mm -hmm. um, and give it a name and like see where America and Joe can like embody that and pull Mm -hmm. it together I mean it's gonna be fun you can see some muscle tees some ripped jeans yeah. That yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. that makes all the difference when <laughs> when you're even though he should be drawing interior pages, but when he's <laughs> <laughs> turning in designs. Right. Adrian Alfona does this. Adrian Alfona's artist on Ms. Marvel, and I'll, I will just get a bunch of different. I'm like, where are the pages? And he'll give me pages and pages of sketches of Ms. Marvel and like lizards <laughs> and like sloths. And I'm like, this is adorable. And like many different outfits. I'm like, this is really great. I was like, but I need pages so yeah, I yeah. can have a book. <laughs> I can't. Oh, I could technically print a sketch. Book yeah, your stuff. book's about lizards. Yeah, now. it's yeah. about. It's yeah. Suddenly, we have to integrate lizards into yeah. the story now. Um, I have one last question. Um, uh, you, you're, you're like sort of an outsider to comics in the sense that you've been writing younger, and, and as much as you've experienced the superhero world through your parents and whatnot, how, how has that? If and maybe it hasn't. Um, has that perception of superhero and superhero comics has it changed for you kind of coming entering through the doors and being a part of it um, what has that been like for you Um, I mean I definitely think it has I like I think I I went through this phase um, coming through my 20s where like I just wanted 
media created by and like involving women right and I felt like superhero things were not that at all Mm -hmm. they were just like here we go again watching this one guy save the world you know um and I think I like also kept myself from so yeah that exists right so that's like you know um misogyny or whatever right that like everything is around like men being super or whatever um but also like now I get to experience like the joy of it you know what I mean and the fact that like there is so much room and because I was like looking at it um from someone not reading as like what I should not what I should have been reading but not reading comics and just kind of like judging from movies and stuff I think I was missing out on the depth of character and like the just the joy of it and I think people coming together and fighting for good things and wholeness and for the good of other people um there's really something there like there's really something strong that bonds you to this like art form Mm -hmm. you know definitely yeah and so I'm I'm getting to be in that and also like um the excitement that other people are sharing like on social media or in person about this character in particular like it excites me and humbles me to like be part of this process you know yeah well you're, yeah you're speaking to the right crew for that for <laughs> yes. Governor Marvel. definitely we, we, we feel it hard and um that was just a great sales point for for me so that you can be our <laughs> our salesman to the world yeah. to outside <laughs> to be like look guys you're all wrong so before we leave, you know, I want you to talk about what your job is. You mentioned this job. I feel oh, like it's yeah. really important. Um, sure, sure. Okay, so I work for a national uh, nonprofit that uh, it's called GLSEN, G-L-S-E-N, and uh, it's an education network that advocates for the well-being of LGBTQ youth and students in schools everywhere. Um, I run our youth programs, um, and that is it's like the most fun and like, most connected job I've ever had like my heart is in it and basically my job is um, we have a national student council we work I work with 18 LGBTQ youth across the nation Uh, we develop content that centers their voices and their stories Um, we provide like different leadership opportunities and um, professional development opportunities they write blogs make videos one of their videos Dear Mr. President has been shared like over 150,000 times like or viewed and covered by Teen Vogue, just all these things, so that like That's people. That's a great video. Yeah, 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 saw I saw it. I, I yeah, was saying yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like, and so, and then we. I also work with our student uh, leadership networks in volunteer chapters across the U.S., so that they can connect to schools and administrations um, locally and build up and change policies and work to getting gender neutral bathrooms and work to getting like inclusive like forms you know so mm-hmm. let's say your birth name is Jacqueline but you go by Jake your school should have a form that allows that dis- that you know highlights that distinction you know Definitely. what I mean um, and so that's like what I get to do and just last week we took uh, six youth students to the Department of Education while the Obama administration was still there and talked about the work that's been done in schools, the Title IX guidance, and what else still needs to be done. And it was just like right before the inauguration, super powerful. And, you know, 
it's a scary time. It's a scary time, especially for our most vulnerable populations. You know, LGBTQ youth of color in schools are policed at higher rates um, than their white counterparts. Yeah. And then LGBTQ youth as a whole are, are experiencing higher rates of discrimination and bullying, racism, xenophobia. You know what I mean? So, so how, how do we get our listeners, like if, you want, if people want listening out there want to get involved and support this organization, what's the best way to do it? Well, I mean, right now, go to glisten.org, and if you can, definitely donate. But also, we have multiple things going on. You can check out uh, if there's a local chapter in your area and volunteer. Give your time, give your energy to a local Glisten chapter. Um, we've got them all over, <laughs> you know, Miami, yeah. like, you know, oh, wait, no, not Miami. <laughs> um, Tennessee, just everywhere. Go there. And also, like, we're getting ready for Day of Silence. We've got a Glisten 100 Days of Kindness campaign. We want to put radical kindness into action. So what does kindness look like when you use it to speak up for a fellow student that is getting bullied, when you as a teacher use it to become a GSA advisor? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, what does that type of kindness look like? And how can we use it to combat this first 100 or like this first 100 days of this new administration, mm -hmm. you know? So, yeah, I mean, there's plenty and, and, of ways to get involved. And not to just bring you back to comics, but, like, that's, that's another reason you're so great for this. It's, like, you're describing, like, what superheroes do. Like, yeah. you know, like... How to, <laughs> you uh, are a superhero. Like, yeah. it's, 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 it's crazy. It, it really, I'm really, I'm so impressed. I think you're such an important voice to be out there, and I love that you're you're coming to us and telling, you know, your your voice through our characters. I think that's... That's so awesome. We're so and, happy to have you here. And Glisten just is spelled in case somebody's checking out. It's like G L S N. Is that G L S E N dot right. org? Right, cool. Great. So definitely check that out. And where can people find you? Uh, just to you know, oh, be yeah. like, hey, you're amazing. Um, at Quirky Regan on Twitter and Instagram. Okay, great. Um, and America. Yep. Number uh, one is coming out when? Well, first week of March. <laughs> <laughs> which happens to be Women's History Month. What? Yeah. Great timing. Well planned. And there's a really cool variant cover for number one that we're releasing mm. on Monday, which I guess when by the time this airs, it'll already have been released. Ooh, so yeah. I want to uh, give like a riddle about it. Yeah, yeah. Give a riddle. Give us. It'd have to can be like in rhyme. Ooh, in rhyme. I don't know. Uh -oh. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, we will release that at the same time that we release this podcast. Almost um, like a so, mixtape. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you can check us out also uh, on our Instagram. Um, at, you can reach us at, at womenofatmarvel.com. What, what else am I missing here, Judy? Um, if you have, if you want to tweet at us, you can just tweet at Marvel, hashtag Women of Marvel. I'm always looking at that. Um, but, yeah, send us. If you guys have suggestions or questions or you just want to tell us anything you can always email us and I, and I promise I respond and usually I send them to Sana <laughs> yeah and I, and I ignore them thanks just okay. kidding I do I love you guys we love and you guys I'm on Twitter us. at at real Stan Lee <laughs> no what is that your was, Twitter we do need your Twitter no will underscore Moss Will underscore Mars. One L. Yes. Yeah. And do check out the other books that Will is editing because they're so amazing. Including Squirrel Girl. Inclu Squirrel Girl. Including yeah. Squirrel Girl, uh, which is a, a fantastic one. Um, guys, thank you so much for, for being here and for the awesome work that you're doing and kicking butt. Um, and, and please, guys, go out and get America number one. It is so good. This character is so awesome. And Gabby, as we have shown through this podcast, 
is amazing. <laughs> Thank um, you. So uh, definitely tell your friends. This is just another book that we have out there that uh, showcases the amazing characters that we have that people may not know about. So support us, support our content, support our creators, um, and thanks for being here. Yeah, definitely. We'll check you guys later. This is Marvel, your universe. <laughs> <laughs>